Hello, welcome to Behind the Music. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome Lolly Lewis with Amateur Music Network. Um, Amateur Music Network is really cool because it's helping people who have a love for music and meets them at whatever skill level they're at to, um, you know, connect with um, other musicians who have varying levels um, and, and just make music and just keep music part of their lives. And it's just a really beautiful nonprofit. And Lolly, I'm, I'm excited to have you on and to share about your work. Thanks, Bridget. Yeah. So um, can you share with us about yourself and how Amateur Music Network got started? Sure. I've always been a big fan of music and I've been so fortunate throughout my life to be connected with musicians and be involved in music, whether as a performer, as a uh, listener, as a uh, technician. I did sound for many, many years, live sound. And I'm a music producer. I produce CDs and um, uh, I have a really rich music life that is beyond just my own music making. So I'm really lucky because I think my, um, you know, I admire musicians who are a lot more talented than I am and my involvement in these various areas of, um, of music making keeps me uh, really energized. As a, a w wonderful stroke of luck. I was recruited by San Francisco Symphony to run a program for them that created workshops for amateur musicians where they would come to San Francisco Symphony Davies Hall and interact with our artistic staff in these music making workshops for orchestra, chamber music, and chorus. And uh, we did these workshops. We did about 50 of them over the course of five years. And as the uh, facilitator, the administrator of the workshops, I got to meet thousands of fantastic, talented amateur musicians from all walks of life, people who were very active, uh, almost semi-professional musicians, and people who were coming back to music after a life spent doing other stuff, maybe a retired person who reclaimed a love of singing in choir from when they were a kid or somebody who had played clarinet in junior high, whatever. These are the people who we brought onto the stage to, to make music with the orchestra musicians, the uh, symphony chorus artists, and to be coached uh, in chamber music by um, symphony musicians. It was really inspiring. And after the program ended, I did not want to let go of the connection with this incredible community. So I created Amateur Music Network as a nonprofit, an independent nonprofit. Originally, the idea was to create a website where musicians could connect with, un with one another, find people to play with, uh, find a class to take or, you know, how do I improve my skills? But basically it was a connection utility online. But at the same time, we started doing uh, workshops with some of my colleagues that I had worked with at the symphony and I brought in musicians I knew from other genres and we started to 
do workshops and that kind of took hold and so the website still has this community listings aspect where people connect with one another and it's really um, an exciting resource for individual musicians but the website now really features our workshops and that's our primary activity during the pandemic we did golly about 60 online workshops with musicians from all genres all walks of life from cabaret singers to uh, uh, jazz improvisers to some really serious classical artists and uh, that has um, sort of morphed now that we can get back together we're working on hybrid workshops that bring people together in person and also provide a way for musicians from everywhere to come together and uh, participate in these larger groups so um, that's a little more of a extended answer to your question but I, that's where amateur music network is right now i love it i think that's fantastic and i think it's important for um people to have a resource like this and always feel that invitation um, to be musical um, because, you know, yeah. it, it's just such a, it's, it's just such a, you know, being musical, whether it's singing or, or making music, it's for everyone. And so I, I wanted to ask too, what's, um, what's something that your work with um, Amateur Music Network um, what's something with your work that's taught you in life that you think um, other people should learn um, in life? Well, connection. That music, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I think it's really easy for it to sound like platitudes. But the reality is that music has tremendous deep meaning for us as humans. It's essential to who we are as humans and music as a resonant force connects people to their essential being and to one another in a way that nothing else will do because we resonate together we we connect on on a level that's beyond verbal language into emotional and imaginative spaces that are uh, that reinforce our human uh, our humanity. I mean we are as uh, as individual people, you know we live in what I consider to be a fictional universe of separation where we as individuals see ourselves as separate from one each one another but that actually is not true we are unified in our um in our most essential nature we are part of a living community and music connects us to one another so genuinely beyond any kind of dialogue or uh, difference of opinion or even the, the notion of how we interact in the world 
you know, in our separate, quote, fictional separate lives, music reminds us and reinforces our connected lives. And, and to me, that's tremendously important uh, for our communities and for uh, our mental health. You know, it's just yeah. really... It's I love that. I, it's really what I want to do is help people connect through music. That's beautiful, Lolly. I love that. Um, so when you um in your nonprofit and and you're facilitating these workshops and these connections for people, what's been the experience like that you've witnessed um people getting involved in um that they're having by either, you know mentoring as a professional or semi-professional musician or someone who has a love for music but they're kind of in a early stage um in in learning music or or exploring music well you know it's interesting because i think there's a center point to what you just expressed which is that sense of exploring and that sense of opening up to what might be new for us and that might feel challenging, but it's really exciting to open the door to uh, learning something new together. Mm. And I think that whether it's the mentor, you know, who might be a professional mu musician of the highest professional caliber, who's realizing or being reminded how much the love of music is central to their lives in a way they might have not been paying attention to in their mm. professional career, but interacting with people who are palpably feeling the wonder of opening up to learning something new in music, it reminds them of that. So they come to that place of wonder. And mm. the, the musicians who are maybe feeling like, you know, golly, I shouldn't be singing. I'm not, you know, um, a, I'm not a real musician. I'm not, you know, um, good enough. People have been told so much by our culture that you're either a musician or you're really not and you should shut up. And I don't believe that at all. I agree uh, with you. But people I... really need to be encouraged that, you know, they, they're, everyone has a voice and everyone's voice can be heard and valued, you know. Um, so that wonder, that place of opening up and acknowledging one another in music is uh, some place that we can all go and we can all share regardless of our skill level. I love that. And I completely agree with you too. Um, I really feel strongly whenever I talk with somebody about music or singing and you hear that, um, you know, maybe they're internal dialogue about them feeling like well I'm not a real musician or anything like that I am always like music is for everyone it's such a human centered thing to do and um I just I'm right there with you with always wanting to encourage people to sing and um to share their music and um you know join in um you know I love I love um activities that people can kind of just jump into um yeah. whether it's like getting together as a group and singing you know holiday music or maybe a drum circle or something that people can just jump right into it's i those are just such great experiences 
But we have a uh, project going right now called Song Circle. It's the first Wednesday of every month through June. And uh, we get a few people together in the home of our workshop leader. And we sing a bunch of songs, but uh, we invite everyone to come via Zoom. We publish the lyrics and the, uh, you know, a link so you can listen to the song on YouTube in advance, get a sense of it. Although most of the songs are super familiar to, you know, really everybody, folk songs, Beatles songs. This next month, we're doing a bunch of Grateful Dead songs. Um, and it's really just uh, the idea of singing around the campfire. We all can yeah. do that. There isn't any barrier. Yeah, I love that. That's just, so beautiful. Yeah, I hope you'll come to it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'd also um, love to hear, um, so what, sorry, I just lost my, oh yeah. So um, how are people learning about um, Amateur Music Network? Um, you know, how do you, how do you, uh, reach new people to get involved? Well, we have had a uh, online uh, newsletter and we have several thousand subscribers and, you know, that's always growing a little bit. People find out about our workshops from their friends and they come to our workshops and we get them on the list. People find our event through um, you know, just going to Eventbrite or however it is that they find out about uh, events, they find out about us. Also, we do quite a few workshops in partnership with other organizations. So, for instance, over the holidays, we do a, a workshop called Family Sing, which is with the San Francisco Girls Chorus, really wonderful organization uh, of longstanding in San Francisco, and it's led by their artistic director. So it, we get the word out to their constituents and then, you know, we just sort of grow through uh, reaching out together. We have an event, another singing event in June that called uh, a Juneteenth Choral Celebration where we do spirituals. And this year we're hoping to partner with a uh, local black church and hopefully, you know, really resonate with their community around this fantastic new national holiday and the music of the Black church and the Black community. Um, and we have a an event in August called the Orchestra Fantasy Camp, which is gonna be with the San Francisco Chamber Orchestra. And that again, will use their network to reach out to both our network and theirs and the general public to bring people who, you know, want to play in uh, an orchestra with side by side with professionals from the San Francisco Chamber Orchestra. It's an all day fun event of orchestra rehearsal and a concert. So by building uh, workshops and events around partnerships with community organizations, we can reach out to broaden that community impact. Oh, that's so cool. So I have a question about the one you're talking about in August, let's say, you know, you know, you're partnering with a professional orchestra and people, what, like, what skill level do people have to have? Is it, they could have no experience and be able to, oh, that is so great. It's really cool. So for instance, if you play flute, there'll be some number of flute slots available. 
And if you're, you know, if you get there first, you get to pick one of those spots. And so it's just first come, first serve. We'll have the music posted online. So people who are interested can take a look and say, you know, golly, I really would not feel comfortable, you know, putting myself out there for this. Yeah. So, you know, they'll be able to judge for themselves. Maybe they'll say, you know, this is probably a challenge, but I'm going to go for it. and It's going to be fun. So they'll sign up. And in the event, we'll have, we're hoping to do three or four, maybe even five short works on our concert program. So for each work, one of the flute players will be playing first and might have some solos and they'll swap for each piece. So each of the flute players will have a chance to sit in first chair and, you know, the mentor will be coaching all of them and there to support them. Um, and it'll, you know, it's completely for fun. Although the concert is open to the public, um, we hope that, you know, it's really about being able to sit in the orchestra next to a professional artist and have a chance to play, you know, this wonderful orchestral repertoire. They'll be conducted by the orchestra's artistic director. Her name is Cosette Yusta Valdez. She's this wonderful Afro-Cuban woman who is new to the symphony. She's just come on as music director and she's a firecracker. I love her. It's going to be a lot of fun. That is uh, so fantastic. I love that. Um, well, Lolly, as we're nearing the end of the podcast, can you share with us what's the vision that you have for the future of Amateur Music Network? What do you see in a year and beyond? I feel like we have really been stepping up to the challenge of what happens for us as musicians coming together after the pandemic. <clears throat> and we learned a lot in our online workshops about how people really can find genuine connection, even though they're not all in the same room together. At the same time, we know that music is something you do together and that the resonant sound of our voices and our instruments in a room together is what creates the excitement and the um, the very special environment that music lives in. So what I hope is that we can really get very good at creating these hybrid experiences for singing and for instrumentalists that really bring people together both in person and online and welcome the community in more and more genuine ways into a life of appreciating ourselves as musicians and bringing music into our lives wherever we are. That's my hope and, and we're just gonna keep at it. Oh, that's so fantastic. I love this. Um, well, Lolly, before we go, can you share with us how people can stay connected with you or anything else you'd like for people to know about Amateur Music Network? Come to our website, amateurmusic.org. A-M-A-T-E-U-R-M-U-S-I-C, uh, teaching the world to spill amateur, <laughs> one, uh, one music <laughs> at a time, amateurmusicnetwork.org, O-R-G. 
and uh, that's where you can find our community listings to connect with other musicians. That's where you can learn all about our workshops and upcoming events. And we also have a wonderful video gallery that has our archived workshops, and you can find out more about that too. Fantastic. Um, well, Lolly, I'm on your website right now. And for those listening, definitely check it out. It's a great website, um, gives you all the information about what they're doing, their workshops. Uh, you know, you can browse their workshops, uh, see community listings, read uh, stories from other people involved and read on their blog. So definitely check out amateurmusic.org. Um, and Lolly, thank you so much for your time and for the beautiful work that you're doing in your community. Um, I think it's wonderful to um, encourage and create resources so everyone feels welcome to um, play music, whether it's professional or for fun, you know, music is for all humans. And so I just, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Bridget. It's been great to be with you. You too.